You are listening to the All Focus and Grit Breakaway Roping Podcast, where we provide you a roadmap to success both inside and outside the arena. Here are your hosts, Breakaway Ropers, Dreamers, and Goal Setters, Jennifer Casey, Cody Fuller, and Dusty Crenshaw. Focus and Grit podcast. I'm Jennifer Casey. I'm Dusty Crenshaw. And I'm Cody Fuller. We are so excited to have Amanda Hodges on with us to talk all things breakaway roping today, and she has been on a hot streak. So, uh, like everywhere I saw, there was Amanda. (laughs) It was fun. It was an awesome week. So, Amanda, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and kind of what got you into breakaway roping, and we'll start there. Hi, everybody. I'm Amanda. I am from Brazoria, Texas. It's about an hour south of Houston, kind of on the coast. Um, I've roped forever since I was about seven years old. I've just loved it and didn't really get that much into it until I was probably 12 or 13 when I first got my first breakaway horse and ever since then I've only roped and it's been my whole life so yeah so you didn't run barrels too or did you tie goats I ran barrels it all the way into like my junior year of high school and then I I just gave it up I didn't really have a horse that was good enough to win first you know and it just seemed like a money pit so I kind of kind of stayed with (laughs) stayed towards the roping box in yeah that makes sense (laughs) that's awesome so why don't you tell us about your horses so I got a 11 year old gray mare who I ride mostly everywhere um she I got her when she was five she was supposedly an ex-cutter I don't really know much about her past but she did uh buck a couple people off where she come from and they just wanted rid of her because she she had bucked a pregnant girl off and uh yeah so they wanted out of her and I saw her and I loved her color that was the first thing I I liked and she she never really bucked with me that much um especially not right away so I took her I bought her for $3,400 and uh and then I just gave her a job and she took to it and right about that time my my high school rodeo horse that I rode all through high school and stuff he kind of went crippled on me so she came in the perfect time and she just took to it and there was no it was basically like she was never green she was just awesome from the first time did you buy her down in yes ma'am she come from uh Amarillo some cutter barn in Amarillo and I got her when I was a freshman in college is when I got her I actually paid for her with a student loan money <laughs> oh nice. i was on a <laughs> These student loans are great yeah, i was on a full ride i did that once <laughs> I, yeah, I was on a full ride at ranger and my mom for some reason signed me up for a student loan to pay for uh to pay for my rent because i had rented a house in town and i just took that money and saw a window so yeah i bought a horse so <laughs> well, I think that that proves to be a pretty darn good choice that you made. Yeah, I so. agree. They, they're they happy with it. My parents, they're not too mad anymore. <laughs> yeah, first they were. Yeah. How's that horse bred? She is a 
own daughter of Abracadabra, and she's out of a handlebar lead in there. Um, so both of her parents have won like over 200,000 and both of their, um, main focuses, but she was also an embryo transfer too. So someone spent a lot of money putting her on the ground and they, I just kind of got her for nothing basically. Almost seems like it was meant yeah. to be. Yeah, it was awesome. That's cool. She has gotten me down you, at a few uh, rodeos, though. She has bucked me off quite a bit. Oh, she yes. has. Dang. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, did you did you train her yourself? I then? did. I when I got her, she was pretty broke. Loped some good circles and followed a cow really easy. And I just started pin roping and put her in the box, and she just went after it. There was it was just awesome, really. Kind of unexplainable how fast she made herself. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, those horses are such a blessing. That's that's cool that you you got you yeah. that, that fits you right. Actually, job and yeah, her first. Yeah, you guys are such a good team. Thank you. I kind of know her in and out. It's just so easy when you know everything they're gonna do. Yeah, you right. said you've had her since she was a freshman. So how long? How so, yeah, she she was five, and she's 11 now. So, okay. yeah, six yeah. years now. Um, yeah, and it was crazy. Her, her first jackpot I took her to, I completely forgot to run her through a barrier. And I just <laughs> like, oh, I'm just not going to think about it. I'm going to nod and go. And she never balked at it, never jumped, just ran right through it since day one. That is impressive. Wow. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> She just wanted to be a baby. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and uh, what, so what do you feed her? Or does she have to have any maintenance? Or do you yeah, practice so, much on her? Um, in the past three years, she's she's got a big right knee. I don't know if you guys ever seen it. Um, but she's got pretty severe arthritis in her right knee. So she's pretty lame on it at a trot. Um, you can't really tell at a lope and I can, if I lope to the left, she usually feels pretty good, but I don't ever lope to the right. Cause she just feels like she's got a flat tire. <laughs> it feels pretty bad. Um, but I'm, I have her on Neprofren. It's a powder. It kind of reduces inflammation in the joints. And, um, I've got her on a gastric care pellets, uh, feed. I don't know who makes it. I think. Purina, I'm not sure, but um, just a little bit of that because she's got ulcers or she used to have them. Um, I don't know if she does anymore, haven't tested them, but I think that seems to help her too because she, when her ulcers flare up, she she gets really cinchy at the trailer. As soon as I throw my saddle on, she'll just kind of blow up and pull back if they're really hurting her. So that feed has seemed to help. And other than that, just alfalfa, and that's about it. That's awesome. Do you think the ulcers, do you see a correlation in the ulcers and I the do. bucking? I do, because, I mean, you can tell that something's bothering her inside, because, I mean, you just, the cinch touches her belly, and she just kind of tucks her tail between her legs and gets real jumpy, you know? Like, something's bothering her. Mm-hmm. And she's not and she, that way. Yeah, like... there's, most of the time, she's not, but, yeah, you can... When she is, you could tell they're hurting her pretty good. Yeah. So do you have any other horses coming up? I think I saw a video yeah, of your a... sorrow horse. Or she's not sorrow, but some, like yeah, she has a flax and mane and tail, right? A little bitty thing. Um, she's a four-year-old. She just turned four in April. 
uh, and I've taken her quite a bit over the past few months. Um, she just, I got her out of a horse sale in Lufkin, Texas, and uh, she came from a versatility branch in Bowie, Texas called Stick Horse Ranch. Um, she's been really cool. She had like 30 days on her when I bought her and um, just kind of put her to work. And she's been really good. Uh, she she does like to get a little tight in the box, but I think it's just because she's pretty green. And I've been really, really putting the mash on her because I kind of need her to practice because I can't practice on my gray so much anymore. Just because she, like, because she gets sore. Yeah. You're I just like to leave her off. I don't ever know. I So many vets have told me that she could be done tomorrow, you know, so. Yeah. So I just kind of like to yeah, her preserve sit. her. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and she's so finished. Yeah, she no, she, she knows her job. I don't ever need to ride her hardly. Right, that makes sense. Well, that's exciting though that you have another one coming up because, yeah, I've seen you the videos you post roping on that one too. It it looks pretty. Yeah, good. she's really fun. She just kind of lets me do whatever. She's not like the fastest footed horse, so I can kind of crawl out and just expose myself, and she doesn't like get too tight or anything. But uh, yeah, she's been fun. Yeah, that's awesome. So where did you go to college then? I went my first two years at Ranger College, which is in Ranger, Texas. Um, okay. And then after I graduated there with my associates, I went to Tarleton State, and now it's in Stephenville. And I got a bachelor's, or bachelor's, <laughs> a bachelor's in uh, ag consumer science. So uh, I lived there for five years and then I come up here for last summer and came back because it's it's really fun up here I like the rodeos they're really cool yeah so um what brought you up here in the first place um honestly my boyfriend I just started dating Stephen Doobie and he lives right up here in, in oh, Homedale okay. Idaho so I come up here for the summer and wanted to check it out kind of I'd been up here before and I'd liked it so I wanted to come back and the rodeos pay so good and then you have all the opportunities with the pro rodeos and there's so many jackpots there's just you can't really go wrong being up here yeah agreed <laughs> northwest is pretty great actually <laughs> right it is yeah. especially in the summertime exactly in the summer <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so tell us about your run. So like, how do you practice during the week or do you rope the bale a bunch or do you get to practice a lot or do you mainly do some mental things or how yeah, does that look so, for you? Um, dating a team roper, his whole family being team <laughs> ropers, we have steers. And so I'd say for the past year and year and a half, I've breakaway steers and that's it. And uh, at first, I couldn't stand it. It was just so hard. And once I finally figured it out, it, I think it's really helped my rope and just, you know, being real open and making everything real correct. So um, so that's one point of my practice. So the steers have really helped me. Um, I, like to, I like to practice my scoring mainly when I practice. I like to change my starch up differently every time so that my horse kind of listens to me when I want to go instead of the same thing every time you know 
Um, mm-hmm. And then I just – so I like to practice running all the way to them just for my horse's sake. Uh, and then I like to go fast. It just kind of depends whatever I feel like doing that day. I, but I always – I always have a plan before I nod my head. That's for sure. Oh, the most right. important thing, right? <laughs> um, yeah. What is it that do, like, so you always have a plan, but is there one thing that you always think of when you back in the box, like the main? At, at the, the rodeos? rodeos. Um, at the rodeos, I'm be real honest. I, I try to keep it as simple as I can. I, plan my start and then I set like I keep that start in my head I don't ever second guess it and when I get in the corner that's all I think about is seeing the start and then I just I just try to react because if you get to thinking I mean you're wasting time I kind of think I like to just react as best as I can and uh take my best shot and if it's not there I mean get there faster you know I like to get to the cow as fast as I can uh, and then I like to rope them. I just try to react in the best way. Just yeah, I mean, first. there's not much, there's not many thoughts that can go through your mind in 1.8 seconds. So. Right. You just got to be on the barrier and the rest you should know how to do by now. Do you have a certain routine when you get to the rodeos? Like, say you pull in the rodeos, do you get on your horse early or not or check the score or walk the box or check the cattle or what what does that look like yeah for i like you? to get there with enough time to definitely figure out what i have and if not get some videos of him of whoever had him before or find a book or something i like to i definitely like to read the measurements of the box um i know I, I ask around i ask everybody you know how was it the night before just any information I can just to help me. But uh, as far as like doing the same routine saddle and stuff, it's, I don't do any, anything real special. I kind of just go through the motions and I pray a lot before I go and I talk to God as much as I can. I just try to keep him first so that I can do my best and glorify him instead of make it all about me. So, Yeah, that's really good. What does your summer look like? What's your kind of your points of emphasis or your goals or for the rest of the summer? And um, do you have a spot to the American or are you getting some spots or how's that look for you? I am ready to go to everything. I want to go to everything I can. Uh, It's just hard to fit it all in because there's so many good ones. Um, I, I really like going to the amateurs. They pay outstanding. A lot of them do. And I always want to go to the the pro rodeos because they're the pro rodeos, you know. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and the jackpots are great. So yeah, I'm I'm planning to be everywhere I can, without, you know, having to drive all night or something. But if I got to, I got to. There's just too many opportunities to make money. That, you know, why would you not go? So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Is that what, so? Is that what you're doing for the summer? You don't, um, you don't work during the summer. I've been fortunate enough that I haven't had to settle down yet. Uh, as much as everyone tells me I should, I no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just there's no way I could do. It. I just know how happy this stuff makes me. So I just would rather not. I'd rather not 
do that route. Um, so I just kind of, I ride horses a little bit here and there, um, try to get some outside horses if I can. And then I just tried rope good, really. <laughs> well, I think that so far you've been paying your way for sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's everyone's dream to get to make money and win like you're doing and not have to work. So I think do it yeah. as long as you can for sure. Exactly. Yeah, me and Kylie, Kylie Doobie, she lives here with me. And we're pretty good friends and we talk about it all the time because we do the same thing. We just rope all day, hang out and just ride our horses and do whatever we can. I mean, we rope all day, literally. So I mean, that's amazing. It's hot and we get frustrated at times, but we both are like, hey, we could be in an office. <laughs> so exactly so we try to pick each other up that way it's been nice um yeah so that have, is yeah that's so awesome what do you do during the um winter oh we go to arizona and basically just jackpot down there and then some we go to arizona some and then i go back to texas over like december and january um and I we rope a lot over there. February super busy and in Texas and yeah. uh, kind of go home see the family and just catch up, do the same thing, and then come back out here. It's awesome. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Cool. Does Steven go down to Texas with you then? He does. The winter rodeos are down there, so he comes down. We don't ever really get to go that much with each other, but uh I mean, he's loving his life too, so it's it's been working out. Yeah, that's pretty perfect. That's awesome. And this winter, you'll get to rope at Fort Worth, so that'll be <laughs> I awesome. I haven't got a spot yet, but I'm going to be trying. That's for sure. Yeah, top forty in the world. So oh yeah, you're think. talking about the rodeo. Gosh. Yeah, yeah, and the invitational. Yeah, that that that's. That would be, yeah. I don't understand how they do the invites other yeah. than the top five. I, I, that's going to be world. really cool. Um, definitely looking forward to that. Me and Kylie were talking about that. Would, that's going to be a really cool rodeo. It'll be yeah. fun. What do you? What advice do you have for the young girl that's wanting to break away rope, or the person that's kind of coming back to the sport and wants to rope? What? Um, what can you? Just kind of take your style for what it is and and make it the best for you uh be like a sponge and soak up every bit of information you can from anybody because some uh, there's always someone that knows something you don't and you can take something from everyone and um definitely don't make it who you are don't let the rodeo define you because if you do you'll never find your happiness i don't think and Good. you just gotta know there's a there's a much bigger picture outside of this sport that what we can't even see so um missing a calf is doesn't mean anything really i mean we're out here doing it and that's the part that we love to do so just stay hooked on the the fact that you just like to do it and um learn as much as you can and just find positives in your run i wouldn't just watch a video and find all my negatives and then sit there and think about, well, I didn't do this right and condemn myself for no reason because I can't go back and change it, you know? So pick the positives and 
say, hey, I did this good, so maybe maybe the next part will turn around on the next run, you know? That's fantastic advice. I like it. I really like that. Yeah, I think <laughs> we always tend to look at the negatives like, it's so what did I do wrong? To, right. to, to yeah. just condemn yourself when a lot of things are out of your control. There's There's so many variables in this sport that you can't compare yourself to another person because you're roping a completely different animal. So it's just, just find the positives and know that you're still awesome outside of this sport because it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. That's great. Yeah, I like that for sure. Um, I think one of the other questions that we had on here was, how long is your rope? Uh, Very important question. <laughs> so I use the weapon by cactus and I don't know how long they are originally, but I cut I cut at least four foot off, maybe a little more. And I've been thinking lately that I need to cut more off. So <laughs> um that's a good question. Do you have a coil in your hand then? I have one coil, um, but I am starting to think that I have too much in between my coil and my horn, so I might cut a few more inches off. See how that helps me. What yeah, well, let us know how that goes. <laughs> what do you guys like to cut off? Gosh, I, for me, I, um, I don't know. For probably years, I, I stuck with the same length of rope, and I probably should switch it up. But I just like every time I get a new rope, I just compare it with the last one and yeah, cut it off <laughs> right there. And I always have a coil and kind of just what feels right to me. I couldn't tell you how much I actually cut off but that's exactly how I've been I've never I've never changed it until this summer and we I went to I think uh, Brad Goodrich's roping which was awesome but he had some Holsteins that wanted to kind of give it up and it was just taking forever to break and I thought man I should cut this thing off some more so would you recommend maybe having two ropes one a shorter rope for your slower calves and like definitely definitely that's a that's a good thing to have and and also um you know know your cattle when you get to the rodeo so you can know which rope to use because that that would help you a lot i think for sure so have you that just made me think of something so i know a lot of calf rippers have told me that depending on your cattle and the setup um they like to change maybe their loop size or their spoke or things like that um i guess out of all three of you guys what are you guys what are your guys thoughts on that um for me roping these steers i've definitely had to get a bigger loop uh but then like the other day we went to weezer and we roped calves that probably didn't even weigh 100 pounds and i definitely definitely, (laughs) uh, shrunk it up a little bit because i didn't want to catch a front leg or something so yeah, I think that it plays a factor in your loop size. Yeah. So what have you been trying, Cody? Oh, I haven't changed it at all. <laughs> I just <laughs> rope with what feels right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was just curious about that if any of you guys did pay attention to that and for me, it made a difference. For me, I normally use the same same size unless there's an extreme case where like I'm roping a really big, you know. Uh, for a really small one then I may adjust it just a teeny bit but yeah I usually use the same size but yeah Jennifer what do you do same 
you have to realize I, I, I rope with what I would call an elephant loop and I don't mm-hmm. feed. So. Oh, that's right. You don't feed. I forgot about that. Yeah. Is there a reason so. you don't feed? I've always uh, kind of wondered that. No, but I, no, I, nobody ever taught me to feed. And then I got to the point uh, when I, everybody else was feeding. And then I was like, well, why would I feed? Because that takes an extra swing. And now I was like, you know, when I was 12 or 13 and I think somewhere. And so I'm like, you know, so it just works out, works out that way. Mm-hmm. And so, and I try to teach people not, if I'm teaching young kids, I, I don't teach them to feed because you have to take a neck, you know, you have to have adjustment and there's a lot more things that can go wrong. That's a good point. Well, so that makes sense. And it seems to work for you and Jordan minor. I know <laughs> those are yeah. two people I know that don't feed. Right. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So that's just how it is. What other questions do we got Did guys? We, um, you might've mentioned this when you were talking about your background, but, um, you said you grew up roping, but was it your, parents that mostly taught you how to rope um honestly no my my parents uh they did everything they could to take me my brother to everything we could go to but um they didn't grow up roping at all they uh i got some help from a guy named anthony maha when i bought my first calf horse and uh i kind of kept going back to him to get some lessons with the horse and he helped me a lot, but <clears throat> I mean, that was in junior high, and after a year, two two years of that, I was kind of on my own. And like I said, I kind of ask questions everywhere I go. I like to learn from everyone. I watch videos during a day, um, and it was just a lot of trial and error on my part to figure out what's works what works best for me. So I never really had pretty much self-taught. Yeah, I've never had just one person to go to kind of person. Wow, that's pretty impressive. That is, that's awesome to go out and be so young and and searching for the knowledge. Yeah, Um, and I teach and I teach kids. You know, I'm teacher, um, and it's I'm always fascinated with the kids that really you can tell have a passion about something because they they will they will ask the questions and and if some person doesn't have an answer they'll go to the next and then right they fight to figure it out until they figure it out yeah which i think is is awesome (laughs) and 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 it's you know great for the sport of breakaway rope and especially with everything that's happening with it to to know just to start asking questions because there's so many people out there with such great information exactly yeah that's awesome Thank you, Amanda, so much for joining us today on the podcast. So if somebody wants to follow your journey, kind of see your video runs, uh, be fans of yours, where can they do that at? On so- somewhere on social media or, and where are you going to be at the next couple weeks so that they could kind of be watching I for you? I have a Facebook page and an Instagram. Um, just uh, my name, Amanda Hodges, if you guys want to check me out. <laughs> That's kind of weird to say. Um, but <laughs> but it's awesome um, it is awesome because there's a lot of good videos on there so you guys should check yeah. it out thank you um this next weekend we're at st helen's sublimity in oregon city and then we're really busy from here on out um a lot of amateurs and the, the pro rodeos so looking forward to it all and thank you guys for putting me on here it's been really cool really. yeah thanks well, for thank coming you on. very thank much you. we appreciate it's it it's been awesome
Thank you, everyone, for listening to the All Focus and Grit Breakaway Roping Podcast. Dream big and rope sharp.